0: Okay, yeah, we the fireman, fire for fireman. I got fire, I'm got fire That's right. You can spark it up, and I'm gonna put you out. Yeah. And I don't even need a G Pass. I'm pants thick. I'm passing them out now. And you can't have that. Have my chains you can't sell net. Topical colours, you can't match that. Tina be abstract. You catch my girl, still been better step. Don't be What's good, people. I see she wearing them jeans that your her My girls can't wear that. Why? That's what my t- that. I put my m- Alright, alright. Welcome to the Real Sports Show, everybody. I'm Mark, aka The Vet, and we're live in the den again tonight, baby. Alright, so look, check this out. So, I'm upset tonight and this morning. I- I'm upset. I've been hearing a lot, a lot, a lot of different rumors going around the, uh, the Washington Redskins camp. I've been hearing a lot of rumors from fan bases and different sports media sites and different things going on around around this whole entire team right now and this number two overall pick I've been hearing a lot of things about the dog I'm about the quarterback situation in Washington I've been hearing a lot of things about the Wayne haskins you know it, it it's driving me crazy and 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 I don't really mean like it's not driving me crazy like I can't sleep at night or something like that yes it it it's on one of them levels people it it it's taking me to the one of them levels right now and as i sit back and i've been thinking about it since the last show that we've done and um you know i i just sit back and listen to all of it i'm reading comments from off of facebook i'm reading everything that goes on around the sports things around the sports industry today and how this team is at number 2 How we might trade it away, how we might send it away, or do something with it. Skins fans, let's really open up this book here, people. Let's really open up the book here, and let's think about this one for a second. This man, Dwayne Haskins, has only had at least, at least a half a season to do anything with the football of the team, to do anything with this team at all, period. Okay? You guys haven't even given him a shot or opportunity to get an entire season of play in. And you guys are out here already banishing this man or bashing him for after a half a season of play. A half a season? Let, let, let's be real here, people. Let's be really real here. And, 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 Y'all already want to get rid of the man. Y'all already want to cut his cut your losses. Oh, yeah, he's not a good quarterback. Yeah, y'all reading into the media outlets. Y'all reading in all this other stuff. But you haven't, as Redskins fans, you haven't given a quarterback an opportunity to come in here and literally stay here for 15 seasons. You haven't given a quarterback The opportunity to come in here and literally, literally, and I mean literally, have at least eight seasons with us before y'all are ready to kick him out. Brother they're bad seasons, they're good seasons, they're up and down seasons. He throws so many interceptions, he throws this many, he does this, that, and the third. You see a quarterback in the draft market and you already want to come on our team. And this kid might not do anything for us coming up next season. Dwayne asking his body to be the next quarterback that takes us somewhere, or might do something well in the system that we have going on here in Washington with Ron Rivera. Now, everybody knows that Coach Rivera is coaching coaching his team. He's taking control of his team. He's looking in the draft for players that he might want. But the player that you want is the diamond in the rough. The player that you want is sitting right there at number two for you. And just so happens his jersey is number two. Just so happens they played at the same school together. You know, they played at the same school. Just so happens that you might can trade back into the first round, get two first round picks. You might get both. With a trade that you can pick up with is trading Trent Williams and possibly getting him back something in the draft for the first round. Maybe if you play your cards right. If you play your cards right. Don't mind that everybody that, you know, that y'all reading into these media outlets, y'all reading into all this craziness, y'all reading into all the drama situations going around in Washington, and the season hasn't even started yet. <clears throat> Don't mind that the fact of the matter is that people are just so much in tune into, into, into Togavella, I mean Togavela, whatever his last name is, y'all are already reading to him. An Alabama quarterback. Y'all are already in tuned into him. It's nonsense. It's crazy. Give Dwayne Haskins the chance to get the first string reps going into training camp this year. Going into mini camp this year. It's already been said out there in the public eye that, you know, he's taking his wide receivers down to my, uh, Florida and working out with them in Florida. You guys are, uh, we, we, we as Redskins fans, and Redskins fans right now are making me just as sick as Dallas fans are right now. And we need to stop. We need to really stop. We need to commit to a quarterback, whether bad or good, and we need to see what they can do. Every quarterback that I've seen in Washington has gone through several systems of play before Kirk Cousins got here and RG3 got here. RG3 was out of Mike Shanahan for two seasons. RG3 gets into another system with Jay Gruden for maybe two good seasons. Kirk Cousins steps up to the plate, takes over for RG3 after they so called said he had an injury after the preseason. Come on now, let's be real here. Kirk was in the same system for three years, they franchise tagged him. They had, one. He was under contract. Then the two years after that, he was under franchise tag. He was on the franchise tag for those two seasons. He was playing a year-to-year basis, never really knowing if they're going to bring him back or they're going to let him go. He just went off and got eighty-four million dollars guaranteed money to him. Took Minnesota back into the playoffs. On his arm. Now, they didn't go that far, but they still went to the playoffs. Listen to what I'm saying here, people. Listen to what I'm saying here. Y'all are so ready to hang Dwayne Haskins up on a cross so badly that, you know, you're not even giving this man a chance to develop. He had one season in college. He has had one half of a season, he has had a half of a season in the NFL to develop himself. Yes, he sat on the bench behind two, uh, uh, a starter in Case Keenum. Yes, he sat on the bench behind Colt McCoy for a minute, and they still sent them in the game in halftime situations, at the halftime. Or sometimes, not even at the halftime, sometimes they just sent them in the game to get development. <sighs> Under two situations here. Two scenarios. Let's go into training camp. Let's see what he does under Coach Reverb. A lot of people thought Cam Newton was going to be a bust. Maybe. A lot of people wrote him off. A lot of people thought we should have drafted him. Or traded up for him. But we didn't do that. We got RG3. In the next year. Andrew Luck went somewhere else that next following. I mean, that same year, he went first. RG3 was second. We gave up a lot of picks for RG3. But not saying that, though, that was a bad idea, but you really you had a hothead and you had a coach that just wasn't seeing eye to eye. At the time frame, he was young, he was a rookie. Wanted to develop his game. Wanted to know some knowledge a little bit. But just couldn't do it effectively. At that time frame. He was sitting in Baltimore. On the bench. He got into a game. And actually won a game. In Baltimore. (sighs) Need I say any more? Need I say any less? Now he's the backup quarterback in Baltimore. Kirk Cousins is now starting in Minnesota. You got to take your chances here, people. You got to stop letting, you got. we got to stop devoting all our time in this draft like this and start getting the habit of when you get into the draft, you got to draft the best player that's in the draft at that time frame we got to draft the best player that we see fit to help this team out and that player just might be Chase Young you 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 we putting all our money in the tour because he's a good quarterback we haven't even seen this man throw the ball yet in the combine but everybody's so sold on him why? Because he can move out the pocket a little bit. Why? Because he gets scrambled up a little bit. Maybe sometimes scrambling. Yes, is it scrambling the quarterback's lead? Yes, it's a QB lead. Let Dwayne Haskins get a front line. Let them understand his communication. Let them get. Let him get the chances that he deserves, and get the ball downfield. Let him see what he can do next season. Let's see what he can do. Before you start burying him on a cross before you start burning him on a cross and then putting him on a pedestal. Now my argument is not always to defend him, but I am trying to say this give him time to develop. Give him time to get out there and at least get a chance to see what he can really do. In a couple seasons. Might not be this year. Might not be next year. But at least we know we have a stable quarterback in Washington that we can develop at a young age, at a young prime. Tom Brady was picked 120 or 44, whatever, in the draft. A diamond in the rough in the draft, picked up by the Patriots. Has six Super Bowls underneath his belt right now. Six Super Bowls underneath his belt. But yeah, we are sitting up here and we're trying to dog a man that's trying to develop in the league. Yet we're sitting up here trying to dog a man that hasn't even really gotten his feet wet in a game yet. Yeah, last year was his time frame to show that he... he you see the game speed. You see what you can do. You see what you can work on better. See how you can get the ball downfield in a real-life game situation. Yeah, you got Yeah, you got this all uh, hoop, all, whatever time frames. You won a couple games. Yes, you did. But there's nothing like a game one situation. That first game of the season situation it's nothing like playing in the pre in the preseason, knowing that you're gonna be the starting quarterback in game one of the of the regular season. There's nothing like knowing, showing up to work every day of the week, and knowing you're the guy that's gonna guide this team in week one, all the way to week sixteen, week seventeen, whatever the case may be. Is you are the guy that's gonna guide this team to the future. There's no better feeling than to have that. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't we we can't get to him. I'm not saying that we shouldn't go get him. But what I'm tired of, Redskin fans sitting up here saying on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these other sites are saying, all these media outlets are saying, trade Dwayne, get to him, or sit Dwayne, or let them quarterback battle it out. No, no. No, I would not sit up here on this show and say, yeah, I want Tua to battle it out with with Dwayne Haskins and see what he can do. That's another rookie coming in the game. That's another rookie coming in the game, people. Do you really want another rookie to step up in here, come to Washington, and yes, he has a bad season? Oh, we all was settled on tour because he had he had a great career in Alabama. Yeah, he did his uh, third. Yeah, he had points he he could score. His 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 ratio. He hasn't stepped day one in NFL yet. Is he day one ready? Maybe. Is he day one ready? We don't know. But what we do know is what we do know is his stats. And I know Dwayne Haskins stats. And I can tell you that I'm rocking out with Dwayne Haskins and the Washington Redskins going game one. And if that does not happen, that's a problem. That is a problem. And it's not only just a problem because of the fact of matters that you don't want to... You know, you you wanna uh you wanna put yourself in a position to win now. It's not a win now situation here in DC. We have to build on what we have here in DC and see how it goes. We had to really see how it goes. And we had to really see what can happen or what can't happen with Dwayne Hass's his wide receiver crew and let's get him some help on that front line. Everybody's so worried about the quarterback position, but you're not worried about the offensive line situation. We have two we have three star running four actual star running backs that can potentially do something great this year. I also heard in in in, a, in, in another media outlet, Washington's looking into the running back situation here. Now, why would Washington be looking into a running back situation when you got four of them. You have the Chris Thompson's of the world. You have the Bryce loves of the world. You got the now Adrian Peterson. Cause you signed back a second year option. You have, um, Darius Geist now on your team who should come back healthy. Day one. Now, in my personal opinion, should I let him go out in the preseason and CV would stay healthy in the preseason? In my personal opinion, no. I would see what Bryce Love, Chris Thompson, and the rest of them can do in the playoffs, in the preseason. I want Darius Geist to stay healthy throughout the season. Let's worry about how to keep him healthy throughout the season. Because that double headed monster back there. It's an animal waiting to happen. It's something dangerous ready to happen in D.C. with these two-headed monsters back there. And then your third down backs are dangerous as hell too because you got Bryce Love who can come out the pocket, I mean, who can come out and you can screen pass the pass to him and he can get a for you too as well, just as bad as Chris Thompson can for you. We need to worry about that offensive line. We need to worry about who we're going to put on our offensive line this coming year and how they're going to hold up and settle up against somebody in the, in going up against them. We need to worry about if our offensive line are going to stay healthy this year. Worry about what is going on. Worrying about what's going on with Trent Williams, that should have been last year. Now the talks is done with Trent Williams. We need to change over from the Trent Williams talk now, and we need to get involved into who we're going to get to replace him in this draft. I need a young stunner in the draft. I need somebody that's going to be able to communicate. I need somebody that's going to be able to withstand the, the, the measurements of these strong defenders that are coming against him and can protect the quarterback at all costs. Protect my quarterback's blind side so we don't have another Alex Smith situation here in D.C. I need to know that our quarterback is going to be protected. He can get the ball downfield effectively. Now, if those things cannot happen this coming year, then we have messed up our entire roster for this coming year. We have messed up already. We have messed up the factor that we can draft a lineman and a defensive end slash linebacker with more of a defensive end person in Chase Young trade up for Trent Williams, get rid of him, bring in a new lineman as a rookie, and put him on the line. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I like Donald Penn last year. Even though he was got a little bit of few penalties last year, not take it back. I'm lying. He had a lot. He had several penalties last year, but I liked him. He was holding down the pocket for a minute. If it wasn't for Dwayne Haskins not using his feet as much as he should have been, and we said the same thing about Kirk Cousins using his feet a little bit more, or some of our quarterbacks using their feet just a little bit more and getting out the pocket. He would have never been sacked that many times last year. Now, what I think our quarterback's coach needs to do this year is teach this boy how to run, teach this boy how to get downfield effectively, teach this boy to use his vision. If you don't have it open downfield, either throw it away or run and slide. It's no harm, no foul in doing that. You keep the drive going when you run. You keep the ball, you keep the drive kind of, you keep the drive down when you throw it away, but you risk, but, but the factors in that is you don't risk throwing an interception. You don't risk getting fumbled. I'm getting a fumble or fumbling the ball while you're in the pocket and causing the team to turn over on down. You have to to be able to be a little bit mobile in that pocket. Now, he showed some glimpses of that in certain games last year. Dwayne Haskins did. He showed some glimpses of that that he can do what he needs to do, like he did last year. He showed some glimpses of the end of the year. But at the same time to breath though is stop putting this man on a cross and burning it before you can even get him to play game one. Just because some of these quarterbacks are coming in there, we don't need every quarterback that comes in the draft when you already have a young stunner in the backfield. You don't need it. What we need to do is worry about this 3-4 defense that we're going into. No, this 4-3 defense that we're going back into next year. That's what we need to worry about. We need to worry about how effective we're going to be next year when Chase Young comes on that left side and gives Ryan Kerrigan and Montez Sweat some help. That's what we need to be about. How effective these two are going to be when they come off that line. Montez Sweat is over there breaking through tackles, getting to the quarterback. You know, understand what I'm saying? Or you got that young stunt of Chase Young coming off the line at very fast speeds And getting to the quarterback. Ryan Kerrigan tearing up. Doing his damage. That he always do against offensive linemen. And getting to the quarterback next year. Or how we're going to rip apart the run games next year. Because Ezekiel Elliott is going to be ready to run. All over our defense. Just like he did last year. And the year before that. And the year before that. When he got into the league. We got to be ready for these things. And y'all are sitting up here worrying about. How the hell are we going to get a new quarterback? Or why should we get a new quarterback? When we need to worry about this damn defense that's suspect. This defense has been suspect for the last three seasons. These corners has been suspect for the last three seasons, people. But y'all are so worried about a damn quarterback. Defense wins championships, not offense. Offense puts up the points. Defense holds it down. But let me let me, let me me dissect that just a little bit because maybe people don't understand what I'm saying here. Let me dissect that a little bit, though. Yes, you need to worry about the offense or wide receivers that can get downfield, catch the ball effectively, and get you a touchdown. Yes, you need receivers to break open and break wide and get you downfield. Yes, you need running backs to get you downfield when the running game is r- running at a good pace they keep doing it and keep doing it and they keep doing it every game. Yes, you need a quarterback with vision that can see the passing passing lanes that are open for him to throw the ball down. Yes, you need to worry about that. Yes, you need a person that can read the defense effectively and get the ball downfield. But I also need a defense that can hold it down the points on the board. I'm tired of scoring... Just 14 points on the board or 17 points on the scoreboard. I'm tired of not being able to slug it out with the Eagles. I'm tired of being able to not slug it out with the Cowboys. And I'm damn sure tired of not being able to slug it out with a damn Giants team that can't make it past five wins. Who's been struggling just like we have. I'm tired of being in last place in Washington. I'm tired of it. But I'm also telling you guys this, if DC doesn't wake up, if we don't wake up as fans, as an organization of fans of this team, we're going to be punishable and we're going to fall every year, every year. You see something new. It's like a new toy. You want it because it's brand new and it, and you just want this toy so badly. But when that toy breaks or you see another new toy that comes out next year, oh, that toy becomes irrelevant now. Now I want this one. That's not how this game works, people. They're not toys. They're grown men. And these grown men need to be held accountable for their actions on the field. And these grown men need time to develop on the field. Dwayne Haskins has not had a chance to develop on that field yet. So please stop worrying about him. And let's please get another veteran or somebody in the backfield that can back him up. Just in case he goes down. Y'all are sitting around here worried about the damn quarterback. Y'all are sitting around here bashing this man. It's not a lot of fans. It's some of y'all fans. That call y'all fans. Oh, I don't like his footwork. Oh, I don't like how he gets the ball downfield. He's a damn rookie. Let's wake up. Let's really wake up. He's a damn rookie that needs time to develop. He has had one year in college. He sat on the bench for three years. He has had one year to start in college. And we all fell in love with him beforehand but we're not falling in love with this man now because of the fact that matters that he had one season where it didn't go so well this season, and now we're ready to get rid of him because we have a man that came in 2019, Team Tua, who was ranked 40th in yards and 150-plus in touchdowns and 150-plus in interception ratio. Spent through 33 touchdowns last year and three interceptions. woo Throughout his career, he has thrown 43 touchdowns when Dwayne Haskins was on the field with him. When Dwayne Haskins was in, still in college, he threw 43-6, 11-2 two in 2017. QB rating didn't just get high until 206, until last year. Let, let's really get to it. He only threw for 2,840 yards. Is this the real guy that you guys want to go pick up? Is this the real guy that you guys want to see develop in the league? Yeah, we want to see him develop in the so league. obviously you've been meeting with the You know, team's just- we, we really want to see him develop in the league. Yes, we do. But I would love to see Tua go somewhere else and he could develop quickly as a starting quarterback somewhere else. Yes, I would love it for us to pick up a quarterback in a draft, but not him. And if it just so happens that we trade up in the draft and we get a new quarterback in the draft that could back him up, or we pick up somebody in a free agency that have just woken up to it, just maybe we might be doing something this year. Just maybe. Just maybe. But all right, everybody. Enough on my rampage about that. I just had to get that off my chest a little bit, though. I did. I really did, everybody. I really had to get that off my chest. But we're about to switch it up, though. Going into the NBA, everybody saw that game. If you didn't see the game, the LA Lakers versus New Orleans Pelicans was a hell of a good game. It was a very hell of a good game. And, 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 and I watched that game. And I have to say... LeBron and 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 LeBron just did his damn thing. I I just, that's all I can say. LeBron did his thing. And, and 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 the Pelicans, you know, and Lazo did his damn thing. Lazo ball came out there with 19 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 steals, and one block. Now, we're not going to talk about we are just not going to talk about just him cuz Zion did a damn thing that night too. Averaged over another thirty points in that game last night. I mean, not last night, but um, I think it was Monday. It was Sunday night. Yes, it was Sunday night game. Yes, I'm going backwards in that game because that game was impeccable. It was great. You've seen how competitive this team really is when they're on number when they when they're going up against somebody that's good. And the Pelicans are something that is going to be popping off next season with the healthy Zion for the whole next season. And I'm waiting to see how this is going to play out next season. With his little brother coming in the game next year in this GS draft, projected to go neither number. He's projected to go between the fifth. I mean, between one and five in his draft this year. He's projected to go one and five or one through five this year. Somebody's going to pick that boy up. And that boy is going to be dangerous in this league. Now, the Pelicans are strong. They're a young team. They're strong. They're getting better as they grow. I want to see this team go out next season and see if they can compete for a playoff shot next year. It may or may not happen. We don't know. But I can tell you right now, the Lakers are on a run. Mm Mm-hmm. The Lakers are on a run and and in this game you can tell that there's going to be something dangerous with Zion Williams is scoring 35 points in this game, seven rebounds and no blocks in this game, but he had six turnovers in this game. <clears throat> he had several rebounds in the game as well too. Only shooting what is it? Maybe 30 Maybe like, roughly 50% of his shots. He was hitting 60, 50% of his shots last that, that game. But this team is something dangerous. And the Wizards, of course, we all know the Wizards were going to win that game against Golden State. And it, 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 it just rubbed off on them. But right now, the Wizards are losing against the Sacramento Kings tonight, 32-18 in the first quarter. But we don't know how that game is going to go. With the Wizards only being in ninth place right now in the Eastern Con- in the Eastern Conference right now. And that's not bad. Not as bad as we all thought it was going to be. And really not as bad as we all thought that the Wizards were going to stand out this year. They're only a game behind, I mean two games behind eighth place. No, I take that back. They're only four games behind first place. I mean second place, I mean eighth place. They're sitting right behind... The Brooklyn Nets this year. Sitting right behind them. Four games out. And it's still, we don't know who's going to take that eighth seed yet. It's not locked in just yet, but we already know what seed is locked in already. The Milwaukee Bucks have locked in their seed as the best team in the NBA right now, winning 52 games to nine already. Toronto, you might as well say Toronto's locked in their seed in the playoffs. They're 42 and 18. Boston, the top three teams, you can already say they locked in their seed in the playoffs. They're not going anywhere. They won't be shut out. They won't be canceled out of the playoffs this year. And I'm excited to see who's going to really make the playoffs as the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth seed this year. Can the Wizards just pull it off and just come on a win streak and get hot in March? Can they get hot before April gets here? And if they can get hot, we might be talking about the Wizards making the playoffs this year. Might be seeing the Wizards make a playoff push this year. But they got to get hot now. They got to get this temper going now. They got to see Bradley Bill still be angry. Still scoring 50 more points on the board. But we this team just cannot stay healthy this year. It just can't stay healthy. With people going down, we need these people to counteract the bench. Players that we need. Hachimore. And, and and you know, it just ain't enough firepower on his team right now. And I'm trying to tell everybody this year. I'm trying to tell everybody right now. Come next season. We're gonna be talking about a totally different Wizards team that's gonna be competing in the East. <sighs> You're going to have John Wall back. You're going to have the Hachimura back. You're going to have the Bradley Bill back. You're going to have the Thomas Bryant back. This team is going to be competing next year. I'm trying to tell everybody this team is going to be competing. And if you don't believe me, just watch. If you don't believe me, just watch. Now, I'm not going to say they're not going to start off slow. Yeah, everybody starts off slow. But this team is going to be something to talk about. Once John Wall gets back on the court, the excellent playmaker that they have on his team. Now, Bradley has stepped up his plate, up to the plate of being an elite playmaker on his team as it did the past two seasons. Yes, he has. But once you get John Wall back, that it sees you all just a shooting. Let me do the fundamentals of passing the ball. To ro- let me pass the rock to y'all and let me see where I can get going. Yeah, let's see what that team could do. Let me pass the rock to Thomas Bryan in the lane. He slam dunks it. That's two points on the board right then and there. Oh my, the Wizards are on a hot streak right now. Oh my, the Wizards are putting up a lot of competition this year. Their defense got better. Scott Brooks is in his team. It's going into the playoffs this year. Next year. We don't know yet because 2020-21 season ain't here yet though. We still in the 2019-2020 season though. Let these people heal up and next see what next year happens. Let the Brooklyn Nets come up next year. And we might be talking about Brooklyn versus the Wizards in the Eastern Conference showdown. We might be still talking about the Milwaukee Bucks next year too. But the team that, that everybody's saying that might could take them down is the Miami Heat. And I do believe that though because Jimmy Butler and his crew can put up one hell of a good fight. This crew can put up one good fight. In a seven game series. I think they can put up a hell of a good fight. Don't mind me everybody. I got the little snuffles a little bit though. You know I'm a little congested tonight though. But it's all good. It's all good. But like I said before. The Miami Heat is the only other team. That I can see competing with this team. other the Milwaukee Bucks. Because I don't see Brooklyn right now just competing with the Milwaukee Bucks right now. I just don't see that. I don't see unless Boston miraculously comes out of somewhere else and put up a good fight and make it to Milwaukee and put Milwaukee out. It doesn't mean anything to Giannis unless he makes it to the Eastern. No, actually I take it back. Unless he makes it to the championship and wins it all. This dynasty can go a long way Unless they put it away In the championship game And whoever's coming out Of the west You had to put up that fight against the west You have to put up that fight against the west And there's only one team That gets hot There's one man that will get hot In the playoffs And his name is LeBron James His name Is also, too, is Kawhi Leonard, who gets hot somehow. These two players get hot in the playoff time frame. They make their team better in the playoffs. Paul George gets a little hotter in the playoffs a little bit. But he kinda get he gotta stay hot in the playoffs. He has to stay that way all through the playoffs unless they if they think they're gonna make it somewhere. LeBron gets hot. His defense gets hot. His team gets miraculously better. He can put out people by himself in a playoff run just by himself. And if you don't remember a team named the Toronto Raptors who had a bomb squad in Toronto, LeBron James put them out by himself. By himself. A whole four-game series, he put them out by himself. I'm going to take that back. Maybe it was five or six, whatever the case may be, but he put him out. He stayed in the games all game long. He said, I'm not coming out the game at all. I'm staying in the game, and I'm putting him out. Because his biggest competitors were coming out the West Coast. And their names was the Golden State Warriors, who later on he got swept by in that series. Four games to none. That was the last time we seen a Golden State-Cleveland game. And later on down that road, Toronto comes back back with a hurt team of the Golden State Warriors. Because Kevin Durant got hurt previously. Came back in the game. Was putting up boards. Still got hurt. Then, Klay Thompson gets hurt in the series. So, the series was already over. Toronto was going to win that game in six. But see, nobody believed that that they were going to win in six. It was no Game 7 in sight. There was no Game 7 in sight. They didn't want to let it get back to Golden State at all, period. They wanted to win it. They wanted to close it out. And they wanted to get rid of the Golden State Warriors for being a dynasty that they were. They wanted to do it. And they did it. With Kawhi Leonard being on the team, Kyle Lowry getting his first ring. Now, this team is sitting at number two because of Nick Nurse, and this team is still moving and still grooving without Kawhi Leonard, though. But they're not in the place that they could be, which is first place, but that's okay. That's okay. And I know I just said that was on clay, but you know, that's. I mean, that's okay. We can build around that. This team has to put up a fight in the playoffs again at least they're not doing horrible without him being on their team. But in the same aspect of breath though, is this, these teams that are out West aren't putting up there, there are teams out West that are hungry. There are teams out West that stay hungry and that really wants to go deep in the playoffs this year. And I had it for Denver last year. That Denver's going to try to go somewhere deep in the playoffs last year. And they pretty, they did pretty good last year. Don't get me wrong. They did pretty good last year. They did pretty good. But Portland was just too much to match. But we got to look at this, though. We got to really look at this, though. Portland right now is sitting four games out of eighth place. The Memphis Grizzlies is a young team, too, as well. And they playing hungry, too. OKC, doing it without Russell Westbrook being on that team. But they got a young stunner named Chris Paul over there that is doing his damn thing. You know he's old, he's a veteran. Don't get me wrong, he's old. But he's still a young stunner that's still out there doing some damage. Don't get it twisted. He still got it. You got the Houston Rockets with a Russell Westbrook and a James Harden. Over there, James Harden is doing his damn thing. Russell Westbrook is doing his damn thing in Houston. These two players are ball hungry, though. But put them on the court together, you got some damage to do. You got to check both of them, and they're pretty hard to, and they're unguardable to check when they're both on the court together. Because you don't know who's going to get the ball, you don't know who they're going to pass the ball to, and you don't know how they're going to get the ball out of their hands. They're playmakers. They're ball hungry they can shoot threes from out of nowhere they can make the plays that they need to make but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean anything in the regular season all it means is what you can do in the playoffs can you keep that same drive going in the playoffs and the answer to that question I think they can. With the right chemistry, I think they can. I think they can keep going, but they need to play defense. And D'Antoni doesn't preach defense. He doesn't preach defense at all. He preaches offense, never defense. If this team can play lockdown defense, this team has something to work with. Out West. They have something to work with out West. But can they keep the energy going all year long? Can they keep the same energy going into the playoffs? And hope and pray that you don't just lose to somebody in the playoffs, either in the first or second round. James Harden is hungry for a ring. Russell Westbrook is hungry for a ring. There's no more Golden State in sight. There's a man named Anthony Davis and LeBron James that are out West in the Lakers uniform. There's a man named Kawhi Lennon and Paul George is sitting in a Clipper uniform. Patrick Beverly in a Clippers uniform that are out West right now dominating the West Coast. Although the Clippers don't really care about what's going on out West, they already solidified that they're going to the playoffs this year. With the team that they have, they're going to be something dangerous this year too. But we have to see how that goes. We have to see what they're made of. And until we see what they're made of, and until we see what's going on here, you got a battle to watch out West. You have something to see out West. And this West Coast is going to be what trickles down to being what you're gonna see in the in the conference in the championship game this year and I got the western conference game going to game seven. I got that going to a game seven and if I had to guess it, Milwaukee and somebody's gonna to go to a game seven as well too out the East Coast. if I had to guess it, it's so competitive out east once LeBron James left. That the East just somehow some way got better Somehow some way the East won a title Without LeBron James being on the East Coast But like I said This locomotive has been off For a whole off season Last year They got put out Before they even started LeBron James has had a lot of rest In the off season He now sees How it feels to be in the off season because he has a lot of rest. And he's ready to play. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I feel sorry for you. I I, I really do. Because I want to see the Milwaukee Bucks do something this year. But you got to put up a hell of a good fight. And you got to bring it all to make it to the championship ring. To make a championship run, you going to have to put up a fight. You're going to have to put up a fight this year, baby. You're going to have to do something better this year. If you want to kill everything in the playoffs and win a championship, ring, A man named Kobe Bryant said it the best. You got to have that mama mentality. Kill everything on the court and leave nothing behind. If you want to win a championship, ring. I say again, kill everything on the court. And leave nothing behind to say, you want to win a championship. And I believe that this team can do it. I believe that team is doing it right now. That's why they're sitting at the best record in the league right now, today. And pretty much nobody can facilitate and see that right now. So, how would this playoff run go? We'll see once the playoffs start after April 8th. Once the playoff doors in April, we'll see what goes down in April. But like I said, everybody, right around the corner from April. Playoffs are almost about to start. There should be a winner this year. Who would it be, from the West or the East? Would it be LeBron James and the Lakers or the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard, and Patrick Beverly, Paul George? Or will it be the Milwaukee Bucks? Or will it be Jimmy B and the Miami Heat? Or will Toronto sneak past Milwaukee again this year and find their way into the playoff run? We'll find out. We shall see. Now, March Madness, everybody, March Madness is right around the corner, and we're going to switch a little gears here to March Madness a little bit, though, just a little bit, I'm, a, I'm excited doing this a little bit, though, Um, we are in the month of March, Yeah, I know that, March Madness is here, it's about to get crazy, we're about to really find out what teams are made of in college, and we're about to really find out what, do, what we're going to do. We're about to really see what's going to happen in in college. Now, who will win a championship? We don't know yet. But y'all better start getting your brackets together. Everybody start getting your brackets together. Bracket season is right here, right around the corner. Oh, you got in your Sweet 16, your Final Four, your Top 32, whatever the case may be is. Get them all together now. Start getting them together now, people. Start getting them together now. Because March Madness is here, people. It's here. It's live and welcome. Get it down. All right, I'm going to move gears into the XFL. Yes, I said the XFL, everybody. The XFL is here. The XFL games that went on this weekend. And if anybody has to know, the DC defenders did get their tails whooped well, this past weekend. And and it it, it it saddened me because they lost 25 to 0. I've never seen a game where a quarterback completely just says, Look, man, he ain't ready to play. Live on, he's on recording saying, Look, man, number one ain't ready to play. We need to sit him down. This quarterback, Cordell Jones, was off rhythm. He only threw for 72 yards. Nine of 22. He only threw nine. He had nine completions of 22 attempts. He completed 41% of his passes. and, 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 And that was terrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. You lost to a you lost to a defeated team that was zero and three. Now you just gave them their first win. Now I know a lot of people are clowning the DC Defenders because they lost two games in a row, but they won their first two games. Now you're seeing a, a decline in their in their games right now. But I think once they get back on home field court, not home field court per se, but once they get back on home field, I think you'll start seeing a different team. I think that you will start seeing a team that's going to come back and start trying to win again. Now, they have the St. Louis Battlehawks next week. I mean, this week coming up. This weekend coming up. And that game will be on FS1. <clears throat> I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Can they get back in their, in, in their winning column again? Can they get back in the winning games again? Can they come back and start trying to win something again or get back on the same page as they were As they were in the first two games when they were having fun on the field. Or will they be the same D.C. defenders that we have seen in the past two games? We don't never know. Now, like I said, there's been a lot of jokes about them being the Washington Redskins out there playing. And a lot of people are shaming them right now and saying bad things that this team can't cooperate. This team's going out of drain. Uh, We don't know yet. This is where their first two away games And being that their their first two away games shouldn't matter that they win or lose. Only thing that should matter is, is can you play the game and win the game? Now, DC, you have a team, but this team has shown no defense in the past two games. You guys can barely get the ball downfield in the past two games. Throwing, throwing that many interceptions in a game is not going to work. They're reading everything that we're saying on the on the field. They're reading it. You need to just fire to something else and do something different. Now, you guys have a week of training to get prepared. You guys are on your way. You can do this. You can win back at home and get back. To be above 500, because right now we're sitting at two and two at a 500 level, or you guys can st- be stuck with being the same team that's watching the Washington Redskins just going down the drain. Be stuck in that same bandwagon and get that and put that bad taste in you guys' mouth and say, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna suck just like the Washington Redskins sucked this last year, and we're not gonna do anything." No, go out there and fight and continue to fight and continue to keep going forward. With your team. You got so many young players. You got so many players that played in the NFL. Rashad Ross is should be the number one. I mean. Should be a star wide receiver on our team. He should be able to do. Better things on his team. If you utilize him in the correct way. Should be able to. Cordell Jones. You got to get better rhythm. You got to get out there. You got. Let's see here. We have one, two, three, four, five, six. We have six games left to make it to the playoffs. Six games left to make it to the playoffs. And it's only four teams that can make the playoff run. Four teams can make the playoffs. Two teams goes into the championship round. Two teams go into the championship. East versus West. Did it be, it's West versus West in the beginning, and two East teams, did it's East versus West championship game for the XFL. Who won the XFL championship this year? And the way these teams are going out there playing this year, guys better get back on the bandwagon, you guys better get back on the road. You guys got to start going back out there and playing the game like you want to play it. You guys got to start getting back on this on this winning game on this winning thing, because I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not looking too good in Washington right now. It's not looking too good that we don't have our, our, our stars playing like stars right now. It's not looking too good in here. It's not looking too good. These last two games didn't look too good, even though you already got your feet wet in the first two ones. You got first two wins. We can't slide now. We can't go down that drain now. We got to keep that high totem pole going up straight. We got to start winning more games. If you want to make it to the playoffs, let's do something that Washington Redskins didn't do and and get to the playoffs. Let's do something this year. Let's make it work. We got to make it work in D.C. We got to make it work. We got to do something different. We got to win. We have to win games. Because this might be the last year of the XFL. We don't know. But why not leave that exclamation mark on the point that the D.C. Defenders won the championship of the last year of the XFL? Why not use that as our advantage? They said, hey, when the XFL started, we won the last game. We won a championship in that league. Regardless of whether you either play again or you don't play ever again in the re- in the NFL again, which doesn't really matter because we're watching your game footage right now. They're trying to pick players out of your league right now. Come down the road, preseason, we're going to need players to play. Yeah, some of you guys on contract. Some of you guys want to make a millions again. Show off now and see what you got now. Show what you got now. So that you can block. So that you can hold the block. And move that ball. Coaching staff, you got to do the same damn thing. You got to do the same damn thing. So that you can coach. And don't be like Jim Zorn coaching in the XFL. And not in the NFL, where he should be at. All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for listening to the, to the show tonight. And tomorrow morning, this show will be posted up there tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. I want to thank everybody for listening to the last couple of shows that we have done and everything that this project was put together. You can find this show on Apple iTunes. You can find this show on Google Podcasts. You can find it on iHeartRadio. Thank y'all for listening to the, to the show tonight. I'm your host, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. And this has been another edition of the Riddler Sports Show, everybody. Please, please leave comments. Please leave uh, questions on our homepage of on the homepage of the Riddler Sports Show on Facebook. If you can't find us on Facebook, look up the Riddler Sports Show on Facebook. And you'll find us right there on Facebook. Thank y'all for listening to the show tonight. I'm your host. Again, Mark A.K.D.Vat and we're gonna rock this show out again with Lil Wheezy. I see y'all next Tuesday night. I'll talk to y'all again next Tuesday night. Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. baby. I see y'all. the and I'm out, y'all. Peace.